this is Glenn Andrews, Heroes and Kings. Wow. Get on over to heroesandkings.world or heroesandkings.com. We've already started our Black Friday sale. It's going to last till the end of this weekend. It's, I would say it's the 7th, going from the 6th, 7th to the 14th. But again, get on over to heroesandkings.world. The sale is on every item in the store. We're kicking out new shoe designs. We're definitely on the hoodies, shirts, beanies, hats, watches, mugs. Uh, we, we've got everything representing the brand socks, face masks, and uh, really liking the shoe design. The shoes and the boots are just kind of a little funky thing we want to do. You know, we're not trying to be like the super uh, fancy, fancy all out training shoes that you can get from your high end stores and, you, and high end shoemakers. We're just trying to put something out there that's just a representation of our brand. And the shoes are pretty, shoes are pretty good to walk in and lift weights in, ride bike in, and maybe walk through the park. So get on over to heroesandkings.world and check out the gear. We're running our Black Friday sale right now. So the election has taken place, and it's somewhat done. They're still kind of counting ballots. Uh, I think uh, the world has exhaled and uh, Biden, President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. So Trump is out, is gone. And uh, the transition, the cleaning, uh, the polishing of the U.S., morality standards begins but that's not where I want to go with this one with this drop with this piece with this this Sunday after church I usually do it before church just to kind of put something out as a kind of a a morning primer before you go to church and something to think about what's on my mind is I wonder I wonder, Uh, this time last year, I was thinking about what I wanted to do going into 2020. We were starting to really ramp up Heroes and Kings, me and my business partner, who's my friend, but we've kind of separated the Heroes and Kings now, me and my kids run it. And, but we, me and Elijah still talk, and he, he's really ramping up his bodybuilding training. He has a partnership with a, a, a former great bodybuilder who owns a supplement company right now. And we were just ramping up our, our, our apparel store, our e-commerce store. We were starting to get speaking engagements and going out and talking to uh, schools, churches, few schools, few churches, and we was talking to going out and speaking with other personal trainers and speaking to trainers and just really talking about the business and what it is to be a personal trainer and whatever that, whatever you want to do with the idea of being a personal trainer in your brand. And 
we were lining, lining up other engagements that would have been paid engagements. I had just finished doing uh, out in Carroll County here in Georgia, went out to a boys camp one Saturday and spoke to a whole bunch of young, young, whole bunch of young, young, young men about what they can do with their life and how they can change the direction from where they were to where they could go. And that was, that, that did more for me probably than it did for them because it is, it is imperative that I try to give back and be a solution versus a problem. And it, it was a lot of fun. Talked to a lot of young cats. I remember when I was at age and, and having baseball coaches and football coaches and just having somebody that give you hope, direction, coaching, instruction, and unselfishly looking looking out for your best interest and wanting you to be the best you can be. And so I try to do that everywhere I go, everywhere I, I am, whoever I'm, talk, whoever I'm talking to, if I know something they do not, and I think it can improve them, it'll improve their perspective on life or their financial standing or something they're doing, how to polish it up. I'm going to give that information out. I would never be selfish about that. So this time last year, preparing to speak, uh, really promoting the company, preparing to have do more training in my home. I got a full gym here, full gym in the house, full gym equipment in the garage. Got a bar park in the backyard and was starting to line up clients who start training more in the house, training more here at the house. And, uh, was lining that up so everything was just man just just being 100 percent entrepreneur not 50 50 you know i still am the general manager of a fitness facility and, and and was looking to break away from that and really just on step on out on faith and do what i like to do and the time i put in it and the extra time I put in it is the extra return that I would get back. And that's what I was looking forward to this time last year going into 2020. And through my company, which we have apparel coming from Mexico, Canada, Europe, China, Japan, uh, all over the United States, embroidered and uh, I forget the other term they use for printing shirts. But I noticed I had ordered ordered a sample of of a Sherpa a Sherpa coat, heavy Sherpa coat with barbells on it. And for whatever reason, this coat was taking all taking a long almost took about a month and a half to two months to get here. And I was like, wow, you know, usually the turn time was literally two weeks, two weeks on our Sherpa jacket orders. The turn time was two weeks, and just noticed it was getting slow. And what it was, it was the beginning of, of, of COVID-19 hitting in China and spreading there and China getting ready to shut down. And that was a year ago and right around December. And it was really starting to kick in over in Europe and really over in Japan, China and China, really. And I, I knew a couple of folks who who worked for a particular agency who said, Glenn, this this virus, this thing, COVID-19, is going to come to the come to the United States sooner or later. Hopefully hopefully we think it's gonna be in the summertime when kids are out of school and parents have a plan for 
their kids and the fact that this type of virus at the time, I guess they assume it kind of moved like a like the flu virus during the cold during the winter season. And that was around this time of the year going into December. And here we are a year later, uh, several months of shutdowns, uh, really several months of the of the world just being shut down. Now we're trying to ramp up. Now we have all these mass policies, social distance policies, restaurant business policies. All the different industries have changed the way their labor, their work, their spaces are utilized. Uh, the the medical field has changed. Insurance has changed. But 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 the the real 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 difficult and real tough thing is there's over 200 and something thousand plus people who are no longer here and I think about that amongst all this Trump Biden stuff and Black Lives Matter and the death of Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd and all the things that has happened in between in every city that I, that I don't know about and don't it's not reported on national news, but it's local news. All the different crime, all the different births, all the different deaths, and all the, just the different stuff that has taken place from this time last year to now, and over two hundred something thousand people are no longer here. And I just, I just, I just wonder, do protesters think about that? I wonder, do the Republicans really, really think about that? Do the Democrats, I wonder, do they think about that? Do they think about that out of those 200 and something thousand people, Possibly grandfathers, grandmothers, uncles, aunts, parents, kids, brothers, sisters, nephews, cousins, friends, boyfriends, husbands, wives, girlfriends, neighbors, the postal guy, the bus driver, the airplane pilot, the real estate guy, the banker, the grocer, the trash man plumber, the football player, baseball player, the news person, the entertainer, the rapper, the actor, Americans, French, German, Brazilian, South American, Native Native American, African American, Jewish, Muslim, Buddhist, atheist, Preachers, priests, rabbis. I just wanted to do some of these folks just think about it. And and and, and I do. I still have my wife, my kids, my parents, my brother, my nephews. Uh, we did lose two cousins to it. Uh, I've had several. No, one, two, three, three or four cousins uh, end up catching it, and, and two are doing well now. One is kind of on the end end of it, and 
is just this time last year I was dreaming this time last year I was dreaming and this year I'm wondering and I'm dreaming wondering dreaming and hoping wondering do 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 these folks who be on social media going back and forth talking without in-depth knowledge without in-depth research speaking on topics just on their opinion the dream financial freedom by my hands by my thoughts by my creativity the hope that everybody stay healthy everybody in my family stay healthy me of course uh, that as I plan my resolutions for 2021 probably gotta put health first then talk about wealth and legacy and prosperity and 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 God give me the strength and whatever it is I'm I'm supposed to learn whatever it is I'm I'm supposed to learn from the pride that I have the work ethic the standards expectation of excellence the expectation of professionalism the expectation of fairness that you would hope is reciprocal and that because it's not in most industries it's literally the reason why I am an entrepreneur the gym that I run, I'm, it's pretty much like I'm independent. I don't really have anyone looking over my head. Though there's the owner of the gym and, I, and the consulting company I work for, they kind of manage the staff, so to speak. But they they kind of just set the parameters of how the gym should be run. But they literally are hands off when it comes to me because I just come to come to the job and come to it with so much experience and discipline and organization and process processes that are implemented that they just basically leave me alone and it it quite frankly feels like my my gym but it's not my gym because the profits do not go to me I don't pay the the bills of the overhead Uh, it's a great space I think it's about about 15,000 square feet kind of hit off in a parking lot and a parking deck on the second floor but it's a fantastic space and uh, got some pretty cool members that's going up and down gyms and and fitness facilities state by state are facing some of the the, the, facing some challenges in this 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 new era of this illness this this pandemic Uh, each state has its own room room rules and regulations and policies and procedures there's nothing uniform Uh, some gyms here in Georgia Folks walk up to the gym with the mask. Then when they come in the gym, they take off their mask. Take off their mask. And then they, some gyms check temperatures. Some gyms don't. Uh, for the most part, 
and quite frankly, there's unless you're doing some elevation training or restrictive breathing training, there's no way to exercise with the mask on. And even me, I wear a kind of a gator with a filter on it throughout the day and wear gloves and have alcohol sanitizer and hand sanitizers with me all throughout the day. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I was going to try riding a bike, riding my bike one weekend with the mask, and I decided not to do it. Uh, it's just something wrong with trying to exercise with a mask. Not something wrong. I, I, I don't think it's healthy, and we're kind of playing around with that. Not we, but just the world is trying to play around with that with these gyms, and I think most gyms are in dire straits because. Unless it's a private studio, one or two people, three, four, five, maybe, maybe ten. Even that's a risk because it only the more people, the more probability, the more risk. So even that becomes a problem. So there's there's so much sanitizer, so much fumigating, so much bombing, so much wiping down with bleach, and and the individuals who's doing that, you know, gym staff are not like sanitation staff coming in with full gear on cleaning. You just got on gloves and maybe a mask and spraying behind somebody who's been sweating profusely. And some gyms, like the one I run, we ask that the members do as much cleaning behind themselves as possible. Then we come behind them with the the sanitizing of the equipment altogether. And the level of labor as well as the level of added PPE and sanitation and, and, and chemicals and stuff that's being used. I don't know if some of, some of the equipment is, is meant to have this much cleaning done to it with non-soap type of cleansers and alcohol-based and different chemical-based stuff that's meant to kill germs and viruses. The way we're doing it now, I don't know if some of this equipment is going to survive it and or aesthetically look pleasing with the stripping down that we do to them throughout the day and every day and every time someone comes off a machine. And so but that's something we have to do. But, you know, that's that's the gym side of it. And you can't complain if 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 you are in a position to complain, that means you are alive. And like I said before, you, you, you see the numbers, and then that's that's the other crazy thing. You say the numbers, and then it's, it's always going to be some individual. Well, we don't know if that's true or not. We don't know how much of that is a reporting. And yeah, yeah, that many people die from high blood pressure, car accident, so on and so forth. They started giving you that static bullshit. But at the end of the day, if it was their mother brother, sister, father, girlfriend, wife, husband, their child, they will shut that shit up right there until it hits you directly. For some, it doesn't need to hit directly, but for those who are on the fence and be wobbling, if, if it ain't hit them and they sitting on a ventilator or some someone close to them, have this John Wayne mentality and that 
John Wayne mentality, which I'm, some of you may be too young not to know what that is. But look up who John Wayne was. He was an actor during the, I'll say, 50s, 60s, 70s, who played this role like he was a tough guy, when in fact he was just an actor. Just an actor. He was the image of America, like the Marlboro Man, the man with the cigarette on the horse, the whole cowboy fake hero, superhero bullshit. An actor. bunch of this acting actor and actress and entertainment entertaining type of stuff as if this this isn't real life is what is getting a whole bunch of folks in trouble so I wonder last year it was dreaming and planning this year it's wonder is dreaming and is hoping. <laughs> it's prayers. It's keeping my fingers crossed. It's conversations. Conversations with the higher power. Asking what is it I'm supposed to do? What more should I be doing? Is it getting up earlier? Is it staying up later? Is it I just packed up about three lawn bags of clothes that I'm not wearing that we're going to donate. Got two TVs we're going to donate to some kids because it was kid TVs that was in my kids' room. Kind of older model TVs, but they work. We're going to give them. We're giving away kid TVs, clothes. I'm going to get ready. I got a bunch of tools over my dad's house trying to sign. If there is a some young men who want to know how to work on cars or work on cars and, new, and needed tools, I would give them give them to them just so they can start their own business with them. Like I said, bags of clothes. Uh, not to pat myself on the back, I can I can probably keep about two or three Quest protein drinks with me, some planters peanuts or planters protein packs and every now and then I'll catch this homeless army veteran when I I'm on the way to the gym he'll be hanging out <clears throat> right there at the exit and if traffic is not pushing behind me and coming up real quick I drop drop the window down and give him give him a protein brother standing out there saying I'm a vet and I'm hungry I wonder how he got there I wonder how the clock tick and he got to that point where he's standing outside on an off ramp with a sign saying I'm a vet and I'm hungry Some days I don't see him out there. So, what's he doing? I mean, what's how's he passing his time? Is he getting help? Hmm. Makes me think about these politicians and all the promises they make. I was sitting in the gym Saturday when 
it was announced that Biden is the projected elected president. And folks were blowing horn and blowing horns and waving flags and acting like it was <clears throat> July 4th or Juneteenth, depending on how you celebrate. I didn't stay up and watch the election or the count the counting of it. I watched none of the debates. But I did vote. I did my vote and kept it moving. But I watched none of it on TV. I researched, didn't have to do any, didn't research any of the candidates, though I, as far as the rest of my ballot, as far as Ossoff and Warnock, because I'm tired of Purdue and I'm tired of Trump, or Trump, <laughs> Freudian slip. of it is connected a generation is connected last year this tonight last year this time is connected and so those things that I wonder about I kind of know the answer I'll keep my hopes and dreams with those things that I wonder about especially as I think about that vet that military vet that's homeless that be at the exit when I get off to head to the gym because I've been going to the gym now a little over a year year and a half he's been there with Trump and I got a feeling he's gonna be there God willing and maybe he'll get some help he's gonna be there after I don't even have to wonder about that would Jesse Jackson say keep hope alive I do wonder we'll leave it at that I just wonder Glenn Andrews Heroes and Kings signing out